Jay Fenn going to Small Claims Court. Small Claims Court. Small Claims. You don't Small screw claims. him nope. out of the last nope. red check. His what? name is Josh. He got messed up in his apartment. Everybody knows that he that's his favorite department. <laughs> he's going to the court, going to bring his case filed. Then he's going to walk out like Eminem and Eight Mile. <laughs> that was a good one. God, yeah, just revealing so, all elements of my personal life. So uh, tomorrow you got Tomorrow's Small Claims the big Court. Night. Yep. You've gone now three times? Uh, four times to Small Claims Court now, going after my old landlord on Fifth Street in New York City. Wait, what, what, that's not tonight? Nice. Tomorrow night. Oh, well, what are you rushing out of here tonight for? Rutgers basketball, baby. Oh, my gosh. We're we're hurrying up this podcast for Rutgers basketball. You know, the number of times yeah. that I've hurried up the podcast for other ridiculous reasons, I have no problem saying I need to leave here at 545 tonight. Well, tell me one ridiculous reason I've given you other than something I've had to do for this company. I mean, uh, Halloween with your kids. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> the ultimate garbage right gosh. there. What are those? That was a Monday podcast, which was not even a part of this contract deal with this podcast anyways you don't have a contract saying is contract Rutgers is 6 and 0 in basketball for the first time since 1975 I need to be out of this office at 5:45 so I am ready to go by game time well, the game's at 7 7 yes and you think you're going to get there going through the Lincoln tunnel no I'm not going to the game I'm going to meet up with some He's friends go home. then we're going to an apartment we're watching the game it's going to be a good time the Scarlet Knights will be seven and zero when will I come play? to the office right. tomorrow, Miami. Right. That's enough. Don't even don't encourage. This. I totally. I just had to watch. I just had to watch a video highlighting a six and zero start, like college basketball. Syracuse starts off like nineteen and zero every year because they play Binghamton and the Sisters of the Poor. Back to the NFL with a real right. action. <laughs> episode ninety one, the Jamie Collins episode. Oh man, I didn't the even... Cameron Wake episode, the Kevin Green episode. That's a good one. It is a good one. The Ryan Kerrigan. Yep. And did I already say Jimmy Collins? Yes, you did. You did. Okay. You got any for us? Uh, no. I, I the was... Eddie Goldman. The Sheldon Richardson. That's another good one. Yeah, there's more good 91s. The Shalik Calhoun. I would have with Kevin Green, probably. That would have been the guy I thought of first. The Fletcher Cox. Man, a lot of good 91s in football. Yannick wow. Ngakwe. Pretty good himself. He's a terp. He is a terp. Uh, Upshaw. Courtney Upshaw. Robert Ayers. Uh, do you have any Rutgers 91s? I have no us? Rutgers 91s. Man, uh, other than Tama Ali. I was going to say, you can start going through the list. Stefan Tuitt. Yannick's wow. a Maryland guy. That's all I got. Cassius Marsh. That is a really strong group of people. It really is. Uh, that's it. That's all I want to talk about. All right, cool. Good night. Great. Justin up, Tuck. <laughs> wow. That was really good. Really good podcast. Um, okay, so I want to show you guys something. I... Oh, man. Adam came in a little prepared today. Um, got some papers. And this is where Sim says I killed trees. Uh, before we start. Seriously, why, though? Why? Uh, because I didn't want it all on my computer screen. And uh, I want to eventually pass this to you so that you can look at it. Because I did some research because I've been enjoying the stat stuff lately. Right. But one question that I have. What are you doing? Taking a picture for social media. God, so annoying. Uh, one thing that I realized, we were sitting there at Thanksgiving. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Um, and I have Giants fans in my family. My cousin drew my Uncle Matt. And they were like, oh, where's your Super Bowl? And my dad said, we won the championship in 1960. And even I went, that doesn't count. It's not a Super Bowl. We can't claim that. Norm but I thought Fox. about it. You're a Yankees fan. Sure. You claim 27 World Series. Yes. Well, your first was 1923. There were 16 teams in Major League Baseball. But it was the same format. It's the Canadians. The Canadians have like 24. Their first one in 1927, there were 10 teams. 
The Celtics, we've won so many. Their first one in 56, there were eight teams in the NBA. When the Eagles won in 1960, there were 13 teams. They beat Vince Lombardi and the Green Bay Packers. It was the 41st regular season in the NFL. There have been 41 years. All right, then we'll just count the Giants championships, too. They won in 56. But is it crazy? I don't – I mean, I, look. No, I mean, it's a championship. I get it. It's just no one recognizes But why it. is NFL the only – I know because the merger and they added all these teams, but all these other leagues added teams, too. Yeah, I, I, I get it. But, I, I mean, you, it's 12 teams. Like, there's a difference between 12 and 32. Okay, but there were 16 when the Yankees won, 10 when the Canadians won, 8 when the Celtics won, and there's never a question. There were eight teams. In the NBA. That, that shouldn't count. Yeah, I don't really even think about basketball at that point, nor do I really care about hockey either. You know, baseball was the number one sport in the country, so I think you have to give it a little Okay, well, there were time. 16 teams. Sure, sure. I get it. Fine, claim 1960. I'm happy I, for I you. I don't want to. Great. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I just think of all of those. Don't worry. Your Eagles are not even in the class of the Giants organization. They're nowhere near it. Sorry, Mr. Bruce Lefko. Sorry. Let me tell you something. Sorry, you Chuck, guys are just barely above Cleveland. I will. I'm gonna go get a picture of Chuck Bagnarek over Frank Gifford framed. <laughs> that was awesome. It was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so what I did was I went through, and I I wanted to do some stats, but um, let me get let me do this before because I, I actually challenged myself. Okay. I said to you, you were like, we were talking about the top games. I went through every week of the year. And I wanted to figure out what were my top five games thus far this season. Okay. And I'm curious what yours are and how they compare. So, number five, I have Carolina versus Denver week one. 21-20. I thought it was a great played game. You'll notice in my rankings, I didn't do a lot of games where like a team collapsed. Uh, number four, Raiders-Saints week one with the two-point conversion that was a 35-34 great game. Number three, Cowboys-Steelers week 13, fake spike 35-30 with Ezekiel running it away. Week 13 as well as my number two, uh, Chiefs-Broncos 30-27 overtime. Cowboys-Steelers actually week 10, excuse me. And my number one was Seahawks-Patriots 30-24. My honorable mentions... Uh, that Chargers-Falcons game where Dan Quinn went for it on fourth down in overtime, 33-30 in Week 7 was great. Raiders-Bucks where Derek Carr threw for like 500 yards and they won in overtime I thought was a good game. Broncos-Saints Week 10 with the blocked extra point was a very good game with Drew Brees hitting that big throw. Yep. Washington-Dallas on Thanksgiving is an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Raiders-Panthers from this past week I thought was really good. And a few of the other ones, uh, Chiefs-Chargers, that big comeback in Week 1. Uh, Raiders Ravens when Carr had to make some amazing throws at the end of the game. Falcon Seahawks week six, the Julio Jones call. Right. What is in your top five? Well, I mean, thanks for giving me all the time to prepare for this. Um, but I, I, and the game of the year to me would still be New England and uh, Seattle. So we're in agreement. That was the best played game. Yes. Uh, I think after that, I would probably go with the Cowboys Steelers game. So you put that too. I would. And people don't talk about the fake spike enough. That was stupid. It was. They should have just ran the clock out. and All I know is you and I high-fived and yelled, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it was cool that he got he got them on it, but it was bad clock management, and they lost. Um, let's see. The Broncos Saints would probably be my number three pick. Yeah. Uh, and then whew, I'm trying to think what else there was earlier in the year, too. Yeah, you got some good ones here for sure. 
Uh, I would probably that Falcon Seahawks game would probably be. It was a great game. It was. It was hard played. There's Seahawks a lot of personal jumped out. Stuff Falcons there. came back in the second half. Yep. They were showing weakness in a Seattle team that hadn't shown it in a few weeks. And I think you're right. I think that Raiders Saints thing I would probably put fifth. So good. Yeah, it was a shootout, and yes. we're seeing that both of these teams are really good. I mean. Poor Saints. The more I watch the Saints, I go, they could go to the Super Bowl this year. And I'm Their telling you what, defense the statistics that I looked up prove it. Okay. 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 So what I did was um, we were talking before. You kept saying yesterday, Baltimore is a playoff team. Right. They're built like that. Yeah. And I, wanted to, I, I got bored, and I was looking at stats on our favorite website, NFL Jesus. Right. NFL GSIS. Yes. It's like this statistical database that all the teams use. Yes. And they have just easy ways to, to categorize everything. I wanted to look at time of possession, mm-hmm. red zone offense, red zone defense. Sure. Sacks allowed per pass attempt, okay, and sacks per pass attempt that you get on defense and turnovers, okay. Because I think those are re- like, how do you do in the red zone? Do you sack the quarterback and can you hold on to the ball? I believe the second biggest telling stat of ever telling victories other than turnovers is explosive football, explosive and plays. I don't have that. One. I know it's a tough so one to find. So if you can, ways. if is there any, is that on NFL? It, it probably is. I just would have to dive in there, and it might take a second. And you'd have P- to. PFF also does uh, twenty plus. They show you like the heat chart of twenty. 20 plus yard plays. Right. So it would be But that would take some time for me to look up. Yeah. And, and I don't ever go I, I think PFF. for me it was it was there's always explosive plays in playoff games, uh-huh. but when push comes to shove, it's can you score when you get to the fifteen and, and can you make it count? So what I did was I have them all listed in this chart. I put every team that is currently in the playoffs and the one team that's right outside. So Denver for the AFC, Tampa Bay for the NFC. Uh, and then I got bored. I'm not letting Mark Conan. I'm not. He, he has jurisdiction oh. here. All right, so here's what I want you to do. Uh, guess the for time of possession, who has the best time of possession in the NFC? The Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Who has the best in the uh, AFC? Ooh, that's that is currently one. in the playoffs. I'm going to play two this week since I beat yes. you last week. Yeah, cool. Let's play. Uh, all right. So wait, they're in curling. The, let me let me pull up. I have nothing up here. Let me just look at just. I just need to see teams in front of I me. I know you say it every week. Um, I'm glad you're listening because usually you don't. Uh, so Dallas is number one in the NFL. All right, at and then AFC. AFC. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs. What do you think? I was going to go Chiefs, too. Oakland Raiders. Ah, I was fourth overall in the NFL. There are four teams that are currently in the playoffs. Only four that are in the top ten. Dallas, Oakland, Baltimore, and Tampa Bay. Seven of the 14 teams are below 20th. Um, The worst, obviously, is the 49ers at 26 minutes a game. But Miami is 28th in terms of time of possession. And the worst in the NFC, the Giants are 31st in terms of time of possession. That's not shock. I mean, they got to be leading football on three and outs. Uh, Next one that I – okay, so then – What is your big takeaway from that when you hear that? Uh, Well, I think it – Kansas City, by the way, is 22nd. It in doesn't the NFL. always mean anything special. I mean, like, where's the New Orleans Saints? They're the best offense in football. You know what I mean? So New be, Orleans be, is number five. Okay, so that's pretty good. Um, what about Atlanta Falcons? Is it the Atlanta Falcons are 21? Yeah, see, because they make big plays and a lot of explosive Seattle's plays. Seattle's 27. Detroit's 24. Right, and uh, and uh, you know Seattle's the same way. Like you think about Seattle, what it, whenever you think of them scoring a touchdown, it's a 30-yard pass right. to Jimmy Graham. Right. So, and I don't think that's always sustainable in the playoffs. And I. I know you think big play. I'm sure there's a correlation between big plays, time of possession, and importance. I, I think the only team that's shown that they can just go down the p- field, Dallas. ten plays, and eighty Oakland. yards. 
consistently in the playoffs is the New England Patriots. Like mm. at some point, you need players. What do you players. think they are in terms of time of possession? Uh, probably not great because they go up tempo too so many times when they have you on your heels. Seventeenth. Yeah. All right. Now let's do red zone percentage offense. Ooh, okay. Number one. This is fun. Who's the best in the AFC? Um. Oh, all right. of the playoff all teams. Right. I am. I. Um. All right. Hold on. I have that stat in front of me. Best in the look. red zone for playoff teams in the AFC. Who's your guess? Uh. The. I'll go Raiders. Ooh, it's Raiders or Patriots, I would say, and I am gonna go. Raiders as well. Raiders are the best in the AFC. They're eighth in the NFL. Patriots are second of the playoff teams at 12th. Um, in terms of the NFC, who's best in the red zone? The best in the red zone. And these teams are in the playoffs or yes. no? Go to the conference so you can see the teams that are currently in the playoffs. The red zone in the playoff. I mean, in the playoff teams. Um, it's not Atlanta. It's either going to be Washington or Dallas, I would think. And I am going to go with Washington. I'll take Detroit. Uh, Detroit is 11th. Washington is 29th. Wow. Dallas is 6th. So, Dallas. so yet again, there's only two teams in the top ten, right. Dallas and Oakland. Huh. It's a trend. There you go. Number one in the NFL in terms of red, bone, red zone percentage is Tennessee. Last is the Jets at 41%. Like, that's really bad. Washington is the worst of the playoff teams at 43.5. Kansas City is the worst in the AFC at 31st in the NFL. That's not shocking. Uh, but, you know, the Washington one, I would have thought they would have been more efficient down there. But you, you think of it, and you think of the game the other day. It's big pass to Jordan Reed, puts them down there. The touch, the big dip oh, pass they're to always Deshaun Jackson. For field goals. And and then, so do you take away anything from, from that? Well, I do take away stuff like that because that will, those are the things that reveal themselves in the playoffs when you start to play better quality defenses who go okay we've got your offense down where was Atlanta in red zone offense Atlanta was 15th the worst in the NFC was Washington second worst was Seattle at 20th yeah and then Tampa Bay 17 Detroit is 11 Hmm. Giants are 13th Hmm. all right now sacks per offensive pass this is the offense we're saying the offense so how often is your quarterback sacked when he th- drops yeah, back to throw it. Right. Who is the best at protecting the quarterback of the playoff teams in the AFC? The new Oh, it's either New England or Oakland once again. And what's your guess? Lock it in. Final um, answer. Oakland. What's your guess? Uh, I'll take Houston. Houston is 8th in the NFL. New England is 12th. Oakland is number 1 at the NFL, only allowing sacks 3.07% of the time and it's like far and away number 1. Yeah. Now number 2 is in the NFC. So who's the best? One, one, three. Every, Cohen's messing me up. <laughs> wow. Um, so who is the best at protecting their quarterback in the NFC? Uh, in their playoffs again. We're in the playoffs. Right okay. I'm only talking playoff teams. All right, teams. cool. Sorry. Sorry to be annoying. Jeez. The uh, Redskins? His guess is the Redskins. What is your guess? Ooh, sacks. For, I, I got to go Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is sixth. Washington is the best in the NFC at 3.2%. Oh. They're number two. This is, the Giants are fourth. Huh. Because probably of all those quick passes. Exactly. So uh, six teams in the top ten for protecting their quarterback that are in the playoffs. Oakland, right. Washington, New York, Dallas, Houston, and Baltimore. Huh. Oakland's number one. Cleveland allows a sack 10.2% of the time. That's why it's like it's hard to put a lot of stock into like saying the Giants pass rush is back. Uh, worst in the NFC is Atlanta. They're 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and worst in the AFC is which team for the playoff teams? Yeah. Uh, worst than I would say is the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos is 29th. Miami yeah. is 28th. Yeah, the Denver Broncos and Kyle Shannon have the same protection scheme, and it's flawed. 
Interesting. And you know, Kyle's my best friend. And I hope he doesn't listen to that. But so it's flawed. from those offensive why, stats, why is it flawed? It, it's too much slide protections. It's oh, we see it coming this way. Let's slide that way. We see it coming that way. Slide this way. But like they trick you every now and then, and then you slide that way, and there's mm. this guy coming off the edge. Uh, plus, they do all those boots and play actions that are going to take time to develop at times. So here are my big takeaways from time of possession, red zone offense, and sacks per offense. Yeah. Oakland and Dallas are the only teams in the top 10 in time of possession, red zone offense, and offensive sacks per pass attempt. Seattle, Kansas City, and Denver were all below 20 in all of those categories. Seattle, Kansas City, and Denver. And Miami was one away in red zone offense from being bottom third of the NFL in all of those. I found that to be very interesting. Yes. Give me me New England's ranks in all those categories. New England is 17th in time of possession, 12th in red zone, 12th in sacks. Mm. They're always right in the middle. Yeah, I'm surprised. 12th in the red zone is not great, but they've been a little more big play oriented this year as well. Uh, because I know you're going to get this wrong. Where do you think Green Bay is in the red zone percentage? It's not great because they haven't scored a ton of points. 18th. Yeah. All right, so let's go defensive side of the ball. All right. Who is the best team in the AFC at, at stopping an offense in the red zone? Of the playoff teams. Oh, the Baltimore Ravens. What is your guess? Sorry, say that one more time. Best defense in the red zone of the playoff teams currently in the AFC. Uh, I'll go with the Chiefs. Oh, it is the Chiefs. It is the Chiefs. They are fifth in the NFL. Teams are scoring less than 50% of the time. Who is the best red zone defense in the NFC? Hmm, Current playoff teams. Seahawks. Seahawks is his guess. Red zone defense playoffs damn Dallas Dallas is I'm trying to think through the games they've been pretty good as far as not letting up too many points it's got to be Seattle or Dallas I'll go Dallas just because he went Seattle Dallas was 20th Seattle was sixth. the actual best red zone defense in the NFC Giants the New York Giants are third in the NFL that's shot I didn't even think of them that's really stupid of there are five teams in the top 10 for red zone defense of playoff teams Giants Kansas City Seattle, Denver, Houston. It's all the other teams that were the uh, not in the top for the offensive categories, exactly. which is really funny. Who is the best red zone defense in the NFL? The Pittsburgh Steelers, 41.67. And it's a three-percentage-point gap from number two. They're far and away the best in the NFL. Yeah. The worst in the NFL, Atlanta, allowing a score 75% of the time. Think about that. Number one is 42%. Atlanta's last at 75%. 31 is L.A. at 69%. I think that's field goal and touchdown. But, I mean, you're, they're allowing points three out of four trips into the red zone. That's, that's crazy. Amazing. It's amazing. And think about that. Washington is 30th is another really bad one in the NFC. Mm. Detroit is 26th. Tampa Bay is 24th. But you're, it's so funny. You're just seeing that there's really no team that's got both this year. How about how about sacks per pass attempt for the defense? So which defenses are sacking the quarterback when the other team is throwing the ball? Who is the best of the AFC playoff teams? All right, so that's either. Oh, that's Fendrick a good one. will guess first. This go ahead. Uh, I'll go with I'll go with Houston. He's going with Houston. Who are you going with? Oh, Denver's not in the playoffs. They are in this list. Uh, they are in the list. I told you, Denver and Tampa Bay, because they are the, the teams the that's team. tied. I put the seventh team in this list. So we're counting them. Yes. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, man, you said Houston, right? Yep. It's got to be Denver, Houston, or Kansas City. And I will go with Denver. Denver is the, is the best in the AFC. They are second in the NFL. They get a sack 9% of the time you drive back and pass. Oof. So if Denver plays Cleveland, 
<laughs> Holy crap. Uh, the worst in the AFC is which team? Uh, worst uh, sacking team? Oh, uh, the New England Patriots. They are 24th. They are not the worst. Okay. Oh, well, then it's probably the Cleveland Browns. Uh, no, the worst of the playoff teams. Oh, sorry. The okay. Dolphins? The Dolphins are 13th. Oakland. It's the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, only only sacking the quarterback 4.3% of the time. I'm pretty sure Khalil Mack has the same amount of sacks as the rest of his team. That would seem combined. He's like nine sacks, right? Somewhere in there. NFC. Who sacks the quarterback the most of the playoff teams? Yes. The Giants. No, there's no way. I, I, I'm going to go with Seattle. Seattle. All right. Fourth. Giants are 20th. Uh, Seattle sacks the quarterback 7.8% of the time. Uh, Dallas is the worst, though, at 29th. Yeah. Uh, when you look at that, there are four teams in the top 10 that uh, sacking the quarterback. Denver, Seattle, the two you named. Tampa, which is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Washington yeah. is up there in the top 10. Number yeah. one in the NFL is Buffalo at 9.2. Huh. The worst, Cleveland. <laughs> so not only do they not protect their quarterback, they don't get the quarterback. What I learned from this, Seattle and Denver are the only teams in the top 10 in red zone D and sacking the quarterback, which shows you how dominant they are. New England, Dallas, Atlanta, Detroit were the teams below 20th in red zone D and sacking the quarterback. Wow. New England, Dallas, Atlanta, Detroit. What was Atlanta sacking the quarterback? Atlanta sacking the quarterback was 26. So they're 32nd in the red zone, 26 at sacking the quarterback. It's unbelievable. Uh, and then the last one I looked at was turnover plus minus. Who do you think is the best turnover differential in the AFC? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I was going to go Chiefs. They also. are. They're number one in the NFL plus 14. Charlie Checkdown, of course they're number Who one. Who is the worst in the AFC? The worst. In of the, the playoff teams. Sorry. Uh, the worst in the AFC in turnovers is going to be Brock Osweiler. The, oh, it's either Brock or Joe freaking Flacco. I'm going to go with big L Brock, though. I'll go Baltimore. It is Brock. Uh, they're 29th in the NFL. They're minus nine. Uh, Baltimore is plus four, so they're tied for sixth. Uh, in terms of the NFC, who is the best turnover margin of the playoff teams in the NFC? Playoff teams, NFC, turnover margin. I'm going with the New York Giants. I will go with the Lions. New York Giants are the worst of the playoff teams. <laughs> they are 23rd in the NFL at minus 5. The best, Seattle, plus so 5. They're in I thought it was like too obvious. You like these like, little stat quizzes? Since? I love them. I really Houston do. and the Giants are the only teams that are currently in the playoffs with a negative turnover differential. And, like, for Houston to be in the playoffs at minus nine turnovers, it's crazy. Houston, How are they surviving? Yeah. Houston is a Super Bowl team. It's just they have a bottom a dog five crap quarterback. Worst five quarterback in football, if not the worst. All right. So then I went through. Houston is a Super Bowl team Houston, minus Brock Osweiler. They have everything. Houston, what is the run game? Weapons on the outside. Fuller, Hopkins, uh, our man from Ohio State, Braxton, Braxton Miller. Miller. They got good tight ends. They can run the ball with Lamar Will Miller. Will Fuller's getting healthy? They have the maybe, other than Denver, I would argue they have the best trio of corners in all of football. Give me their names. Uh, Abouye, A.J. Abouye. You have Kareem Jackson, who was a first-round pick out of Alabama. Jonathan Joseph, and we don't even have Kevin Johnson, who was yes. also a first-round pick yep. from two years ago. What about their safeties? So their safeties, okay. It's not great, but they're not, like, I don't watch games and go, like, Demps. And, um, would this team be better with Tom Savage? This, I think they would. I think they would be better with Brian Hoyer. I mean, but I, I understand why they had really to get rid of him. Is he really that bad, or do we just exaggerate? Brian Hoyer? No, Brock Osweiler. Uh, I, I think it's pretty bad, yeah. Like, we think Blake Bortles should not be a starting quarterback because his arm motion stinks. Is Brock that bad? Or I think did, or Brock is, is not a starting quarterback Is the either. contract, 
Like Blake Bortles, we get critical of because he was drafted third. Right. Brock, we get critical because he was given seventy-two million. Right. If he was paid one million dollars, is he still playing that bad? Yeah, I would still complain about his play. I mean, I, I don't know where he's ranked as a quarterback in football. Can you look at that? But yeah, I, I would can. think he's last, dead last, third to last. What's his issue? Uh, like you've heard me say this. I know, um, but I would like them to hear. He it. can't throw. <laughs> I mean, do we do we pay receivers who can't run thirty eight million guaranteed? No, you don't. Well, have you seen the Eagles receiver? <laughs> Nobody's they get paid. They don't get paid thirty eight million guaranteed. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, that's just yeah. He can't throw deep ball. Can't throw touch. Can't throw. Uh, you know. Can you explain to me then how he beat the Patriots in that game last year to pretty much secure home field advantage? Hey, he he did a good job. Their defense is special. They hung in there. Does he move around in the pocket? Is he an NFL quarterback that can make a play from here from time to time? Certainly, yes, he can do that. Any growth from the beginning of the season to now in this offense? It's a little bit better from it was like five to six weeks ago, but it's not marketably better. I don't sit there and just go, oh, wow, yeah, okay, look, at he's rolling. Marketably? Markably? Markedly. Yeah, markedly, is that what it is? Markedly, like you make marks oh uh, brock I is brock is number 32 on uh espn qb rating there you go what's his td to interception ratio i can look that up for you uh 12, 12 to 13 that's what i was gonna say 15 who's he where's fitzpatrick at fitzpatrick is 31 at 10 to 13 and they actually have the same rating they're both 72.2 there you go that's what i mean that's what i would have thought and i mean this is a team that's what where are they ranked as rushing the football the houston texans oh probably top, top five, five or six somewhere in there and then you have guys like Jadeveon Clowney and Whitney Merce. The only issue that the Houston Texans have as a football Vince team Wilford. is yeah, just stopping the run. They are lacking like one or two big people. That was the funniest thing about that Texans Chargers game this past weekend. The Number Texans five are in rushing. Yeah, the Texans are, oh, they're a staunch run defense, and the Chargers for years have been run all over us. Chargers have a great run defense, right. and the Texans are the ones that are They're suppo- the pass defense. Yeah. Right. And they've actually switched. You're exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Wolfork has games where you go, Hmm. There's the old Vince Wolfork, but then he has a game like against Denver on that Sunday night, yeah. where he just gets annihilated, and they literally ran right up him the whole game. Yeah, he goes from oh, there's the old Vince Wolfork to there's old Vince Wolfork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a yeah. brief change, but it's a big one. <laughs> so what I did was I went, you know what? I want to know how teams like Pittsburgh, New Orleans, where do they stack up in these metrics that I looked up compared to these teams? Okay, so New Orleans. Let's hit up with New Orleans because I uh, I didn't know you were doing this, and I just said New Orleans could be in the Super Bowl. Okay, so I'm glad you're saying this, but New Orleans has so many things, just like we talked about with the Houston Texans, except they have a quarterback. Good O-line, can run the football, got weapons on the outside. Their defense, better than people realize. Yep. Eller be back, Von Bell at safety. Cam Jordan's playing as good as anybody in football at defense at end. Then you get into uh, uh, was it? Von Bell at safety, Eller be back, Delvin Bro back on the outside. And they got yeah, some big people. And they got some big people. Exactly right. I mean, they're going to shoot themselves because of blocked field goals. It's unbelievable. New Orleans is, the o- I think, the only team that is top five in, in all, all three offensive. Time of possession, red zone, sacks per pass attempt. They're top five in all three. I'm not shocked. 5-3-5. Five, five. Defense, they're 16th against the red zone. They're 21st in sacks, which is still better than a number of the teams that are currently in the playoffs. 16th in the red zone, 21st with sacks. Right? Yes, and they are plus one in turnover margin. The other ones that were interesting in terms of like topping a lot of these, Pittsburgh Steelers. Seventh in the red zone on offense. Yes. First in the red zone on defense. Third in terms of protecting their quarterback, 17th in sacking, and their 18th in time of possession. They're plus four in turnovers, like yeah. they were there. And the only two teams of the non-playoff teams that were top 10 in both red zone D and sacks, Minnesota and Philly. 
Right. Philly is really good in all these metrics, which well, is interesting. I think you're seeing one like a lot of the red zone defenses that are good is good front fours, play zone defense. Yeah. And so what I did was I added up because I know you like this. Yes. All of the rankings. Right. Cool. A collection of all of the, rankings. the best job you've ever done in anything in your life. I don't wow. know. Wow. <laughs> Mark, Mark rolled his eyes big time. when You started talking about the Eagles, by the way. Yeah. I whatever. Saw that. Um, so what I did was I stacked them all. I took out turnovers because the, and Hugh actually thought this was smart by me. The, like if you had four turnovers or three, it could be like a difference in ranking of like six because there's a bunch of people tied. So I took out turnovers. And to clarify here, for this metric, you want a low number because you want you're a low number because yeah, you're combining your rankings. Okay. So, so if this you're first is, in everything, you'd but be you five. didn't count turnovers. We can add them afterwards. Okay. It's just because like here's the reason like. Um, if you're, uh, da, 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 like if you I'm trying to figure out, cause like that would be my number one concern with the New Orleans Saints is Drew Brees and turnovers in big games. Right. And then you think about the Saints, they had a, the Denver game. They lost the Giants game because of a so block field so goal. So here, here was the, here was the most interesting thing. Yeah. The top four. Who do you think of the number one metric? And we're saying just total everything. Oh, all the rankings. Offense, combined. defense. Yes, offense, everything. defense, time of possession, time of possession, red zone offense and defense, sacks offensive and defensive. Who had the best combined ranking? Oh man, you think these are all important stats? I do. Yes. So who's number one? All right, and playoff teams. All teams, playoff all? and non-playoff oh. combined. So the, the I took out offense and defense. All right, so and I didn't include anyone that didn't have like a winning record, other than like the New Orleans. But not teams. overall offense and defense, just the categories that he brought up. Yeah, like yeah. red zone yes. offense. Yes. Okay. Um, so you just heard me talking about all this. I know. I can't process all of it. You Sorry. setting us up, Lefko? I don't know. For some non-playoff teams at the top here. Uh, Number one. Go ahead. Pittsburgh. Okay. I had a feeling you were going to say that. I mean, it Number just makes two. sense. The Saints. Saints. Yeah. Number three. Hold on. Don't tell me yet. Houston. No. Houston is thirteenth. Number uh, number three is not New England. New England is seventeenth. Oof. I don't know. Philly. Wow. Number four, Tennessee. The top four are not in the playoffs. Mm. Number five was Oakland. Number six was Dallas. Number seven was Baltimore. Eight, Green Bay, another non-playoff team. Nine, Giants. 10, Tampa Bay. I mean, and you know who the worst was out of all the 23 teams that I did this for? The worst was Atlanta, and it wasn't even close. Their total was 117. 22 was San Diego at 108. So they were 117. Pittsburgh was 46. Right. Now, when you factor in, like, turnovers and all that stuff, Kansas City would obviously skyrocket, but they were 19th. But here, here's the Yeah, list. I'd like to look at this. this I is... hope we have some math wizards listening to this podcast that can either critique or praise your statistical evaluations look, of the NFL. I'm just making up analytics at this point. But I just found it very, very interesting. It is very interesting. It, it shows you also just that turnovers are such a big part of the game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, the Pittsburgh-New Orleans thing is amazing. I mean, it really is. Yeah, I mean, if you factor it in, Pittsburgh, though, would have been fine. They were sixth in the turnover margin. New Orleans would have been uh, 17th because they were only plus one. Philly, uh, they would have been, yeah, I mean, they're like all right there. The only bad turnover ones in the non-playoff teams, Green Bay and Indy, are both minus five in the turnover ratio, you know? It's just, it's just something interesting that I think, I look at this and I go, Dallas and Oakland, move the ball, 
finish it when they're in the red zone, and they protect their quarterback. Yes. You're in every single game, and you're going to be fine. But Dallas and Oakland, Dallas in defense, 20th in red zone, 29th in terms of sacking the quarterback. Oakland, 14th in the red zone on defense, 31st. They're in high-scoring games. So the question you ask yourself, who are you more confident in a high-scoring game, Dallas or Oakland? What do you think? I'm more, I'm more confident in Oakland. Are you? Yeah, I am. You don't think and I'm more confident in that like a guy like Khalil Mack or Bruce Irvin can we'll make a play. Will eventually get there. Yeah, right. just like we saw last week. Yeah, you need to hope Demarcus Lawrence like, finds yeah, who he was Yeah, that's my before. issue. Like, who's going to be the guy? And that- on defense, Seattle and Denver. I mean, Seattle and Denver dominate. But when you look at them on offense, I mean, th- both of those teams are bottom, of the f- bottom third of the NFL in all three major offensive categories. Running the same offense, too. I mean, Seattle without C.J. Procise was embarrassing. I-, I-, I think it was the worst game of Thomas Russell Wilson's Rawls, career. Thomas Rawls. Whoa. Yeah, it was the worst game of his career. He stunk. It was the worst game of his career. His decision-making was bad. His throwing was bad. He was jumping in the pocket for no reason. Uh, I did. I, I, that was the first thing I wrote in my notes. I go, I think he's played the worst game of his career. Interesting. The interceptions were bad. I mean, they were bad. They're stupid. I mean, they were in field goal position before the half. He threw a stupid interception to Alton Werner. Bad interception at the end of the, the end game, of the too. game. I mean, if he throws it in the back of the end zone, it's a touchdown. We're going to have a ball game. Mm. And he throws it 10 yards short and gets undercut. I think the, the few teams that stuck out to me of this when I did this that were interesting, Baltimore we've been saying all year long, you, they're made for the NFL playoffs. They're really boring. I hate watching them, but they have the best kicker in the NFL. It's not close. You cannot run on their defense. They're going to be in every game. Who's the Baltimore of the NFC? The New York Giants? Yes, right. 100%. Right. Their offense is not that great, but you're not going to – like the Giants in terms of – we're going to be betting on this tomorrow. Probably one of the big bets I'm going to make, they're getting six points in Pittsburgh. I love that. They're getting six points. Getting six. You're wow. not going to score that much on the Giants, especially when you're the Steelers' offense. I wouldn't think so, right. But when you light up the Colts on Thanksgiving in front of the country, and everybody Big it. Ben and Antonio Brown are back. Well, guess what? Janoris Jenkins is going to be all over Antonio Brown, right? Yeah. yeah, and you know the other thing, too, like, you know, we did the video yesterday about Pittsburgh. They've changed their identity a little to become this, like, power run football team, two backs, one tight end. You're not running on the Giants, bro. No, that's what I mean. I'm not sure if the, their new formula will work against the Giants. It's probably going to work against most teams that they have to play down the stretch. But And the Steelers' defense is just bad enough to let Odell go crazy. Exactly. It really is. is, Um, So Tampa Bay was the surprising team in the NFC for me Mm -hmm. in terms of hitting a lot of these metrics. Yeah, the sacks thing I would not have expected. Not at all. Not at all. Um, And then uh, Washington was kind of, you know, all over the place. But it's very interesting. And I was wondering, I was like, you know, Denver and Kansas City are so bad offensively. I thought maybe because they're in the AFC West. It shows you, like, the offense is, like, favored, though, through those stats. Like, it shows you that... You don't have to be complete. As long as you have the quarterback and the passing offense, it covers for so many other holes. But I, I was like, you know what, Denver and Kansas City, your offense isn't that great because you've got to play Denver, Oakland, yeah. San Diego. But then you look at Oakland, they're number one in protecting the quarterback, and they're playing Justin Houston. Now, here's the thing with Oakland. Oakland, Miami, to me, are very similar. Oakland has played a lot of their, all their divisional games at home. And now they're about to go on the road for three of the games. Now, Uh granted, they haven't lost on the road this year. Yes. But it's different at this time of the year. No doubt about that. Miami. Miami's on a six-game winning streak. Let's start seeing when they start playing these really tough games because they've had a little bit of cupcakes. Not saying they're fugazi. I'm just saying we need to see it. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, Atlanta looks like the fugazi team in the NFC when you look at these metrics. I I think that Green Bay is going to win the NFC North. Because they play the Lions again, and I think Aaron Rodgers, from what I saw Monday night, is going to keep it going. 
do you have you come around, or do you you think Detroit's going to hold them off? I, I I think it's just still scary for Green Bay. I, I I don't know that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think if you made me bet, and like you know, they're saying that they think Amir Abdullah might be back soon. I think that'll be a huge jump to that football team. They can uh, get interesting. My thing with Detroit, and the reason I'm so hesitant. People are like, man, you get to the end of the game, seven, all seven wins. They were losing in the fourth quarter, and Stafford drove them back. They can handle anything. And I go, you were losing in the fourth quarter of seven games? I know, but you, you, know, you, you could probably put a few teams into that category. You think about like the Oakland Raiders. I mean, every win they've had has been a fourth quarter comeback except for like two. Yeah. So, you know, listen, that's, that's where their money is. Their money is on that guy, Matthew Stafford, to do that for them. And that's the same with the Oakland Raiders. Matt Stafford is going to be a free agent. But just uh, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing with Miami. Please. Because I don't think they're getting enough respect because of like what you just said. Absolutely. Tell you me know, why they deserve it. Well, we just talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers. They whooped that ass of Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, they beat Buffalo. They beat the Chargers. They beat teams that we have respected all year long, played New England close there and coming back in the fourth quarter. So I, I don't know. I just think, you know, too, it's it's – Stats can get blown way of out of course, proportion of early course. in the game, early in the year when teams aren't either healthy or quite in sync yet, and now they start to come around. And yeah, the stats maybe might look a little different than what they. Dolphins really are. are a very interesting case of they're one of the few teams. It's week thirteen, and I still don't know who they are. Are we picking that game today? Which Ravens, oh, yeah. Dolphins? Yes, one hundred percent. There's so many good games this week. Well, there's no divisional games for the first time since two thousand four. Hmm. In a, in a whole week, there's no one play because that's the hardest part for picking games to me. Divisional teams play each other differently. Yes. Random teams, you usually get a very honest perspective of what they're going to be like. Yeah, division teams do. When you play at your division, you you spend a week or two in the off season on your division teams. Yeah, so you're super prepared. You know all their trick plays. Exactly. Um, two quarterbacks I want to talk about because we were talking about them earlier today. Stafford will be a free agent not after this season, but after next season. Mm-hmm. If you were Matt Stafford. Would you definitely sign with the Lions, or would you think about waiting and going somewhere else in the NFL? I would definitely sign with the Lions. You I would. would. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's got a good offensive coordinator there with him right now and Jim Bob Cooter. I think they got a lot of pieces going in the right direction. They're uh, only a few pieces away from making it all work. They really are. They need another secondary guy, maybe one more pass rush type football player, and uh, just another offensive weapon, whoever that may be. Uh, and. Really, uh, yeah, I think they're very close. I, I think for a long time, Matt Stafford was, people used to say, he's only good because he has Calvin Johnson. Yes, it's so And stupid. now, I feel like this has been the year of like people apologizing to Matt Stafford. Yes. Wow, he's really good. Um, I would have argued that Calvin Johnson wouldn't have been good with a lot of other quarterbacks. Because there wasn't anybody that could throw the ball 70 yards down the field when some of the times when he was like the third read, and then Matthew Stafford just saw him out of the corner, and I was like... <laughs> And then he got to catch a jump ball. Like, if Brock Osweiler did that, he'd be like, oh, he had to run back 40 yards to catch it. I mean, so. The other guy we were talking about today is Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. And our producer, Cam, was saying that there's rumors that they're going to franchise tag him again. If you were Kirk Cousins and they franchise tagged you after you went the whole year trying to prove them, would you re sign with the Washington Redskins the year after? Uh, Because you can only franchise twice. Yeah, I would be so pissed. Um, Because if they franchise him twice. He'll be 30. If you fr- it's if a lot harder to get money when you're 30 than when you're 28 or 29. If they, fran- if they franchised him again next year, I really I wouldn't go. I just wouldn't go to the team. They'd say, Four we're willing to money. offer you $120 million. I, Right. It, well, listen, if they're going to offer me a big deal, you're, you're talking about, oh, after the next franchise yes. year? No, if they franchise him this after this season and what he's done right now, 
with everything they have going in the right direction on the offensive side of the football, I would do like what Von Miller said this this past offseason. I'd be like, I'm not playing. Go ahead. Have fun. I'll see you guys in week 10. I'll come week 10 and collect a check, and I'm going to put zero effort into caring if we win or lose, and I'll wait for the next year to get maybe not $60 million guaranteed, but I'll get 45 So when you, And you've talked to people that think that he would be a kind of guy that would do that. Yeah, I know he's, he's a guy that has a chip on his shoulder. He's, he's fiery. That's why he's been funny with those post-game comments yes. and everything. Yes, he's like that. That's why a lot of people love him. Yeah. I think it's just a negotiating ploy. I don't even understand why they're doing it. I don't, really, I don't even know why. It's stupid for them to even leak that information. Man. Yeah, it's stupid. I'm You're messing with the psyche of your team right now, too? Like, did you even bring that conversation yeah, up? They're, they're, I think they're great. You know I think they're great. Yeah. I, I, well, listen, they're, they're fun to watch. I mean, he was, that was surgical. Did you see anything else on film this week before we get into top five quarterbacks? Oh. That, that made you go, wow, that's not what I really saw on Sunday? Okay. Well, oh, okay. Um, first of all, Kansas City needs to bench Philip Gaines and put Kenneth Acker to start, and they got to start helping the other corner and just leave Marcus Peters on an island. Um, that would be my first thing just from that game. We did this video today. You think Patrick Peterson shut down Julio Jones, it, and you think Patrick Peterson could become a top-five corner like all time if he keeps this up. Yeah, he's, he's playing phenomenal. And, yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody cover Julio Jones as effectively as he did just for a guy that was on an island pretty much all game long with him. I mean, I think, he, I think the stats or the numbers showed he was like 30 plays where it was man-to-man on pass plays, and he three receptions for 31 yards. Uh, I'm, I was blown away by that. Um, you know what? I would, the Raiders would have blown out the Carolina Panthers if he didn't get hurt, Derek Carr. Really? They would have blown them out. Uh, they had no chance. They, they were going to kill him. The other thing that uh, I just found interesting from that game, that just as I'm watching and I'm evaluating the other team and the Carolina Panthers, like, are we going to start – is anybody saying anything about Dave Gettleman down there? Because, you know, Coney Ealy doesn't start. Shaq Thompson – they play A.J. Klein over him. It was A.J. Klein and Thomas Davis. He was the 14th freaking pick of the draft. The Josh Norman situation, screwing that up. Depth on the offensive line. Who were their safeties? Who the f*** cares? They suck. Think uh, about it. Before last season. He deserves some before heat. Before last season, he got heat. And then they went yes. 15-1. and one, Right. And it was David Gettleman knows how to draft the right guys. It was interesting. It is interesting. Uh, man, I think the Oakland Raiders might have to – Who's a better trio of receivers in the NFL? So you, Amari Crabtree and Seth Roberts. Yes. I just, um, when I watch them on film, I really am an amazement at times. I wish you gave me some time to prepare for that, Sims. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Denver, no. I know. Is there? What's the trio? I mean, Washington. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's probably what it is, right? Washington's the best trio. What would you say? Pierre, D- uh, Deshaun, and, and Crowder. Uh, I mean, Crowder. Yeah. And yeah. The, Atlanta? But they only have two. Yeah, I'm not ready to put them quite in that class, but yeah. Pittsburgh's if they weren't injured, I mean, right. shoot, Antonio Brown, Martavis, we're never going to see it. It's unreal, right? It does stink. I think you're. I think you're right, though. I think that's the only one that you can compare to. I do think New Orleans, New Orleans for sure, and probably Houston with those three when they're all healthy too. Right. Yeah, um, but New Orleans with Brandon Cooks. I think you're right. That's maybe the other one. The other question that we, I wanted to talk about was uh, Brandon Cooks came out this week and apparently sent a cryptic tweet that he was upset that he wasn't getting the ball enough. And I asked Sims if Edelman sent out a crispic tweet, what would Belichick do? And you said... Go ahead. Tell him what I said. I don't remember. I, I just I think he would be benched for the first quarter of the football game. Something like... Just like what Wes Welker. 
when he mouthed off and tried to make the foot comments about Rex Ryan. Oh, yeah. Remember, because Rex like, it was so supposedly into a foot fetish. And then he had an interview during the week where he said the word foot, we're going to put our best foot forward. Oh, yeah. He said it like 13 times, and Bill caught on, and he benched him for the first quarter. But you also think that Sean Payton is not that far off from Belichick. No, I, I would think Sean Payton probably brought him in and said something to him this week. Sean's a in-your-face type of coach. so he needs to get calmed down a little bit after games. Too. <laughs> He's a little crazy. Uh, you know the other thing, too? Like the Jet, the, I thought it was the worst game plan of the year for the New England Patriots in the Jets game. I, was, I never looked. It was the first time all year I just said, man, I don't really know what they were trying to do with their offense. Their defense did some good things, but their offense, like to come out and – basically not run the ball in the first half, I didn't really get that. I know it's the Jets, and they have a great front four, and Leonard Williams is a beast. Mm. Man, they are so lucky to have him. He's their best D lineman. Um, wow. Yeah, he's so a beast. So you think Sheldon's definitely gone. I, I just don't know how they can keep all three, yeah. especially yeah. just after what they paid Muhammad. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was very, I was very surprised by that because they've been a good running football team all year, and it's like they went back to the New England Patriots of last year and just said, oh, we can throw it 50 times on anybody. And the Jets were all over their stuff. They really were. They were so fortunate to win that game. They were outplayed. I mean, you knew that. We, yeah, they we, were we watched it on TV. Um, but those were my big takeaways from film. They're comparing anything. Doug Peterson to Rich Kotite in Philly. Oh, Is come that crazy? On. That's crazy. That's, okay. that's not fair. Okay. I mean, uh, your offense was in the issue the other night. I mean, it was a tough game. It's Aaron Rodgers. Once again, the greatest quarterback I have ever seen forever and ever. I told you. I, I was watching the game with some Eagles fans and some other fans, and I told them before the game, I said, guys, do not get upset with our players if Aaron makes incredible throws. <laughs> and he made some throws, and I, one of my friends looked at me in the third quarter and go, Adam, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, is really great. And that's when it hit me. We are so deep in yeah. the frickin' weeds. Like, we take Aaron Rodgers as the best quarterback in the NFL and maybe all time, and we say it and we go, yeah, that, that makes sense. I but mean, most people might only see him play once or twice a year. Well, not only that, they just... They, they just don't know. They just look not at the watching. numbers at the end of the game, and then they go... They, they go, they Blake Bortles had 4,500 yards. He's really good. Was he, in the, was he in the NFC Championship? Then he's not very good. Was he in the Pro Bowl? Does that matter? No? Okay. I mean, you're right. That's exactly that's how most fans really look at it. it it's so ridiculous. Need, I think we need just to say it every week. I, I'm, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is the best quarterback maybe ever, and his, his offense is hampering him. Yeah, he would be Russell Wilson one is one of, the, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, and his offense is hampering and him. I think heard, we need to say it every week so that people remem- remember. And you heard John Gruden during the game. He's like, he runs the offense. He runs the meetings. He you does texted everything. John. I did. I was texting John during the game. And, in fact, I'll even share the text. Yes. John might not be happy wow. that I share What this. I do sometimes is I like to throw it out there like, like the the Sean Payton one, he didn't take. He's so, not talking about that. Didn't take, <laughs> but he'll talk about this. <laughs> uh, so yes, Gruden. I was texting him during the game. Did he respond to you during the game? Because uh, Sims was texting us and saying Aaron Rodgers hurt his hamstring, and no one's talking about it. And he got so upset, he's like, "I'm texting Gruden." I said, "I'll text Gruden. I'll help him out. Maybe they don't really know what happened yet. They can't figure it out. And you know, they got a lot of stuff going on in the booth and whatever else. So I was like, wow. I'll text Gruden during Ballsy. during the game. And um, he didn't respond to me until after the game. But, uh, you know, we just said, what's up? And we had a little, like, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. And then, and, I, and then I ended the night. I mean, it's at 12.30 in the morning now. And I go, you the man, good game. And I wrote, Rodgers is the best QB I've ever seen. And he wrote, man, dot, 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 I agree. Badass. Happy holidays. So, I mean. So he agrees. So he agrees. Best quarterbacks ever seen. And Jock Gruden's been around for a long time. Long time. Yeah. All right, do we do a GTL or top five? Eh, I think we go GTL first this week. I, I was worried about like getting re- done with this thing on time, 
but the fact that we're doing Rutgers basketball, like, <laughs> screw you. I'll take this podcast all day long. Let's go. We're you would g- do that to me. Let's go a two-hour podcast today. Guaranteed <laughs> to lose. Oh, yeah. I haven't even looked at this week's slate. I, I mean, it's uh, okay. <laughs> Sims, you went 3-0 last week with nice. the Jaguars, Browns, and 49ers. You are Jaguars was close. 29-7. and Niners seven. was close. Browns was close. 29-13. With- the NFL, man. Sorry, what was the record for the season? Twenty nine and seven. Twenty nine and seven. All so, right, I'm going a big time game right off the bat. Vikings? Nope. Oh, nope. I'm going. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting here. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you left? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what I. I got no rhyme here. The Detroit Lions. You're gonna lose. You're really feeling the Saints right now. I am feeling the Saints going down there in New Orleans. Uh, I just don't think that they will be able to stop New Orleans' offense a whole lot during the game. Uh, I don't think they have enough of a pass rush to really ever get to Drew Brees. And I look at on the other side and go, yeah, without that run game for Detroit, Dennis Allen's coaching that defense phenomenal. We talked about some of the players already. I don't see how New Orleans is going to lose that game. Plus, they truly are desperate. They probably can't mm. lose another game. Where Detroit is 7-4. and four, and I Kind know of feeling themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're, they're leading the division. Interesting. Uh, All right, so next team. There. Guaranteed to lose. <laughs> All the leaves are brown. Uh, and LA. the sky is gray. L.A. Rams. <laughs> they got to go to New England. And it ain't freaking Hollywood. It's going to be cold and gray. Man. Yeah, they got no chance. I, I don't see how they can just match up. They're, they might be able to move Jeff the ball Fisher a little bit. Jeff Fisher might be able bit. to outcoach Bell Belichick. Negative Ghost Rider. That no. is not happening. Who, you know, who, you've seen some of the games, too. I think if you look up his last few games in Tennessee when he had to play New England, New England blew them out. I don't know. Remember that snow game up in New England? They won like 51 to nothing. Uh, I don't know how you would figure that out in your Google searches. Team three. But oh, here we go. Uh, I'm, just, I'm clicking on this right now. There's an article from For the Win that says a reminder that Bill Belichick completely and utterly owns Jeff Fisher. Rams are playing New England this week. Jeff Fisher's teams have been outscored 104 to seven in the past two games against Bill Belichick. Yes. Holy crap! I thought it was going to be something like that's that. an average of 52 to three and a half. Yes. So uh, I think I know who I'm betting a lot on in the picks this week. (laughs) Holy crap. Next on Guaranteed to Lose. Oh, man. They better smoke a lot of weed in this state because it's legal and they're going to need it because. There's so many states where it's legal. I I know, but their head's going to hurt and it's a really good defense they got to go against. This team. Seattle? Yes. Carolina Panthers going to lose in Seattle. I actually, this was one of mine where I went, I kind of think six and a half might be too much for Seattle. I I don't know. I'm scared. I know your, your thought is right because of that offense. Yes. But. I, of course, worry about Carolina's defense. Now, Carolina should be able to get pressure and and mess up some things, but it's really the other side of the ball that I'm more worried about is Carolina protecting against Seattle. Seattle at home, who's going to get open? Can they run the football? I mean, their their offensive line's a joke, so I just don't see how they can beat Seattle up there. I do. I'm with you. I think it'll be a close football game. 
Uh, it's be- just tough because it's Seattle. Yes, it's Seattle. I think I saw something during the year, and I need to check this out, where when Seattle is favored by less than seven at home, they cover the spread like an insane amount of time. Oof. I, I just I have a hard time thinking they can. Michael Bennett's supposed to be back. And I think Seattle is super motivated. I would think they so. They lost to Carolina in the NFC Championship game. Richard Sherman came out today and talked about Cam Newton grabbing the 12 banner and said that's what you get. It doesn't even look like you're making the playoffs. Seattle will not overlook Carolina. This is a punch-you-in-the-mouth type of game. QB power rankings. QB power rankings. He's got a Rutgers game to go to, and he wants six minutes to end this podcast. I I also don't don't want an hour and 25-minute podcast. I'm okay okay with it. Number 12, (laughs) top five quarterback performances, number five. Number five is Trevor Simeon. Ooh, 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, Bunny Fowler. And nobody even talks about some of the amazing plays he had. That's what I hate, I hate too. Escapes Justin Houston, rolls right, throws it, tiptoe touchdown, back of the end zone. Yeah, ran left, then ran all the way back right and has the touchdown in the end zone. With that crap O-line against Justin Justin Houston, human cyborg. And out of all the cyborgs we saw this weekend, Miller, Bosa, Mac. Mac, Houston. Houston was the best one. I watched them all. Houston was the best one. Von Miller was really good, too. But I would go Houston 1, Miller 2, Bosa 3, Khalil Mack 4 from this past and week's Mack performance. Mack had a pick 6 and a fumble. Forced fumble that he recovered the fumble, too, right, on the sack. Right. We talked about this before. Justin Houston, those Chiefs jerseys, man, they Oof. make him look insanely yeah. good. It's funny, like, Christine Michael looked really small in the Packers on Monday night. Isn't it weird how those certain uniforms make guys look a different way? Well, Sam Bradford makes every jersey look well, small. Well, I mean, it's not a – it's not a – I checked the rule book. He's allowed to do a squat. I thought about this. Of all the players in the NFL, he's the one guy I have a chance in arm wrestling. Probably not, but uh, yeah, but I don't know. But I got a chance. <laughs> I got a chance. Uh, number four. Number four. He's a Cousins, but he's not my cousin. <laughs> he's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. What were his final numbers? Uh, his final I'll numbers were, up. I got you it right talking. here, 41 of 53, 449 yards, three <laughs> touchdowns, zero interceptions, a quarterback rating of 120. And he's number Simeon's four. Simeon's quarterback was 125. Why number four? Why not higher? Because he's a little who's a hair. And when you lose, you don't get up to one or two. Gotcha. Sorry, foo. Number three. You play to win the game. Matt Barkley, number three. <laughs> Matt Barkley was good. He was good. Number three, this little piggy went to the market. This little piggy went home. This little pinky went to the right. Derek Carr. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Did you think about these in advance? No, this okay. is totally ad lib. Uh, <laughs> He's an improv master. Uh, yeah, uh, Derek Carr, just some of the crap he does, even some of the short throws. Uh, you know, you've heard me say it. he's the closest thing, I think, in football to Aaron Rodgers, the quick release, the movement, even like the big throw down the middle of the field to uh, Clive Walford. Uh, no, touchdown. The, the touchdown was amazing. But then he had the big bomb when they were backed up and he threw it. Uh, I can't remember who caught it. It might have been Crabtree. Crabtree. Uh, and, I mean, he had pressure on him. He was kind of getting hit, and he still threw it 50 yards down the field. And one more thing just about that play. Yeah. You know, like Tampa 2, right? Anybody out there know what Tampa 2 is? It's when, like, the middle linebacker goes, like, 30 yards deep down the middle yeah, of the, the field. the safety split. Right. And then the, the middle linebacker covers the deep middle. Exactly right. Erlacher did that for the Bears. He was great at it. But it's 3rd and 10. When is, the NFL, when is someone in the NFL going to go, you know what, we're going to put our safety there instead of putting our Mike linebacker so he can run down the field. Put or a, a corner. Buchanan. 
Why do you have A.J. Klein running down 50 yards down the field Because with typically it's Luke Kuechly, and Luke Kuechly can do that. I, I, but it's still stupid. And you've already talked about the Panthers don't even have safeties, let alone three of them. I just don't understand what, what like, use a corner. If it's obvious, I understand if it's third and five. You need him at Michael Linebacker. Yeah, I think you're talking about the one team that doesn't have the personnel to do that Man, anymore. I mean, they got Shaq Thompson. He's supposed to be a safety There's linebacker. Perfect timing. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, no, by the way, I think Rodgers, Carr, Stafford – Three best arm angle quarterbacks. I agreed, hands down. There's no, it's no, there's no more discussion. Like Jameis is like has that pop, but it's not that same. Yeah, he angle. can't he can't do it with his hand. His hand's too small, so yeah. he has to keep in that that same oh, really? motion. Yes, he has a small hand. Uh, he has the worst. He hand. look at you, go Chris, Chris. <laughs> hey, go Chris, but I I get it there. I get it there. I get it there. Uh, Mario and he's the reason they won guy. that game. Just so you know, Jameis. Like, Jameis made three, four plays in that game. Is he in your top two? Negative. Yes, then rider. who's number two uh, of the NFL quarterback top number five? Number two. I gotta. I forget who he played. <laughs> oh, uh, why don't you just say his team name? Make a song. I'll figure it oh, out. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, You're not doing guaranteed to lose. You can sing his song. I know. I'm trying to think of a real quick so- song, but I don't have one. Uh, oh. In the house of the rising sun, there was Dak. no, no, no. Um, Drew Brees. Oh my God! What does that have to do? House with of the oh, rising sun. New I think Orleans. was in New Orleans. Thank gotcha. you. Okay. There we go. Come on, keep up, man. Keep Brees up. was balling, and Sean Payton wanted to rub it in a Jeff Fisher's uh, mouth. Well, oh no, no, excuse me. Yes, the defense coordinator, Greg Williams. Greg Williams. Right, yeah. Thanks for Bounty Gate. Thanks for getting me suspended for a year. Appreciate that. Sean Payton said, up your butt, Joe Boo, and I'm going to send Drew Brees. And then when we're up by even more, I'm going to do a quarterback pass, I mean a wide receiver pass, and rub it in a little bit. When you're already up 21. All right. Number one is, oh. Aaron Rodgers. Oh. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. To the point where Doug Peterson was so shook that he challenged a two-yard completion because he's like, I just got to take it. Any yards back, I got to take it. Yeah. It, it was so funny that during the game, I looked at my friend Yoni, and I said, any third and five and 34, third and four were screwed. Screwed. And he kept going, we can't ever stop him on third and short. I go, no, because he'll just run for it, or yes. he'll run, and then he'll throw it over you, and then he'll throw it past you. And, yeah, it's just incredible. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. He's the best running quarterback in football right now, too. That's what The only way that it's for. okay to watch Aaron Rodgers play your team is to accept that he's going to do do those things and appreciate what he's doing because otherwise it's the most frustrating experience you can have. Yes. Pass a, me a, t- a napkin. Okay. I kind of got a half booger. Oh, okay. Um, but that, I mean, that performance was amazing. He would have led his team in rushing once again if he didn't pull his hamstring. And even on that, he pulls his hamstring and he's, he's sitting there just laying back on his right leg as he's sitting in the pocket so he doesn't have to move his left leg, and he's just dealing because he can't move anymore. I mean, when Aaron Rodgers makes a good throw and he looks to the sideline and he kind of gives that little fist pump, yes. who do you think he's making it to? Because I, I don't think it's McCarthy. I don't know who it is either. Maybe it's a backup quarter. There's somebody over there they're having Pelt. fun with it. It could be. Do you think he just does that in general and he's, he's making it seem like we all think he's got a friend? Yeah, he might just be looking to the sidelines like, yeah, yeah, we did it. I did it. We did it, mother Evers. You think he's saying we did it or he's thinking I did it? No, he's probably – I think he's a we guy. I do. And the other thing, I mean, he's got this right here. uh, The the belt, the the State State Farm Farm belt. I mean, that was one of the coolest inventions ever for a touchdown dance. And he only does it like two or three times a year. He does save it. He could do it like 
two or three times a game if he wanted. All right, it's pick time. It's pick time. So, to, oh baby, to go through the recap from last week, Sims, you pick up a game going three and three. Lefko, you went two and four. What well, did we get right? What did we get wrong? So, you guys in the Seattle Tampa Bay game, you both picked Seattle. Tampa Bay won. Understandable. Kansas City Denver, you both picked Denver. Kansas City won. Man, one doinked field goal away. Cincinnati yard field goal. Cincinnati yeah. at Baltimore. You guys pick, uh, both picked Baltimore. Got that correct. Nice. So those are the three Justin games Tucker. that you guys uh, agreed on. Two wrong, one right. Arizona at Atlanta. Sims, you picked Arizona. Lefko, you picked Atlanta. Bang, bang. So you got that one. Uh, Washington at Dallas. Sims, you picked Dallas. Yeah. Lefko, you picked I covered, Washington. I should have picked them the win. Sims, you got that correct. And then Minnesota at Detroit. Lefko, you picked Minnesota. Sims, yeah. you picked Detroit. Overall in the year, Sims, you are 26, 35, and 2. Yeah. Lefko, you are 31, 30, and 2. Oh, hanging on to that 500. Again. Uh, we're picking seven games this week just because we got a lot of good games, and I was rolling down the schedule, and cool. I just liked how all of them looked. I think it's the best week of games that I can remember. There's only like, what's a bad game this week? New England lost, New England, LA. San Francisco, it's the only Chicago. Line, it's the only line that's over 10. Is, so here's what we got. First game, and we'll go through these quickly since uh, every game, we got a lot of games. You know, every game other than New England, L.A. is less than seven points in the spread. I would think so because most people probably think Denver is going to whoop Jacksonville, and that ain't going to happen. Not at all. No. Not with that defense. Right. First game and left go. You have to go first for all of these because you haven't made your picks yet since oh, has. Oh, crap. Kansas City at Atlanta, first game. Oh, baby. This is, I mean, what a game. What a game. Say it again. What a game. <laughs> I am, oh, wait, wait, wait. What a game. I am going to go with Atlanta. Sims? I'm going Atlanta as well. Ah. Atlanta at home. Uh, Kansas City gives up too many big pat plays for yes, me. Yes, you're absolutely right. If there, that my thought process was if Kansas City goes man, which they do all the time, good luck against these crossers and Julio Jones. Everything, and right. I, I, I hope they do what you're saying, which is put Peters on Julio Jones and then figure out what to do with everybody else. Yeah, they really Because he's that good. Yes, he is. He's uh, Man, he is good. I, I, really I will like say, though, that play. Justin Houston can make this game a wreck. He can. There's no doubt. I just, you know, Atlanta's one of those teams flip. like New Orleans like a few years ago where I just go, they're a different team when they're at home on that surface. It came down to me. I think Atlanta's going to keep scoring, and I think – Alex Smith. I mean, if Tyreek Hill doesn't do Tyreek Hill things, then it was going to be a lot tougher for them. Yes. Game two. Houston. Hold on. One last thing. One last thing. This is another thing I thing. just don't think people realize, and I just want to say it. Like, the Kansas City Chiefs, as much as I like them, the 28th-ranked defense in football. It's crazy. I don't even know how that happened. And when you watch them play Denver, I mean, for three quarters, you go, how could anyone score against this team? I, I just And then fourth quarter happens, two bombs, because that's who they are. Gosh, stop letting Philip Gaines on an island against Emmanuel Sanders. Stupid. Houston at Green Bay. Houston. I'm going Green Bay. I am Brock Osweiler versus Aaron Rodgers yeah. in December. I know. I'm going Houston. You're a sick f- I'm going Houston. I think w- the biggest reason being Aaron Rodgers' hamstring. Monday night football oh. game. Not going to be able to run. Too late. You've already picked Green Bay. I'm not, I'm, hey, I will take Green Bay. <laughs> uh, but uh, do you think th- this uh, is one of my risky picks of the week? I already had made my picks for my text article, and I'm going with it. It's just, I know. Uh, it's not crazy because if they can run on Green Bay, and yeah. the Eagles were kind of running on Green Bay and then abandoned it. Well, they just they got behind. Once you get yes. down by two scores, they did. They abandoned. That's that's what I'm betting on. And then I'm betting it's on a just really interesting bet. I'm betting on Clowney and Merciless to be able to contain him or get to him at least because he can't run. And but the those corners, corners are good enough. Right. Wow. Well, I'll so. tell you what. 
I might actually put money on that game because right now the line is six and a half for Green Bay, and this is where Sims was talking about. He doesn't like that I use this information in our betting show. I that's just the game I was thinking about because I went. Exa- I was the exact game I was thinking. I, went, like, I don't want to tell him this, yeah. right? Because I went nine one and one against the spread in the one o'clock games. <laughs> game <last>. three, Miami <laughs> at Baltimore. Totally bet Houston in our game picks. <laughs> Lefko, your pick: Miami at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Miami. I'm taking all home teams right now. I, it's another scary one. I think this is a really... I be- hate picking Baltimore, but I think that I'm going to invest in the Miami uh, Lux run out here against this D-line. Oh, oh I, Yeah, I mean, that's the scary thing. The one thing we do, we think we, they're saying that Tunsil and Albert are going to be back. Oh, crap. So that at least will hopefully give them <laughs> some semblance of the I run I did game. all this research on all these stupid stats, and he actually looked at practice. And this us. was the earliest in the day I've ever texted you the game picks. I think I texted it to you before I just o'clock. I just happened to read some articles last night and stuff where I was like, oh, okay, they think they're going to be back. So that will be huge. It would be. Uh, and I'm really, just, I'm really saying I'm taking Adam Gase yeah. and their offense – being able to take advantage of a slow secondary mm. in Baltimore a little no bit. No one's been able to do it yet. Uh, I know. Isn't that weird? It is. It is, it is weird. Uh, and yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Baltimore will be able to move the ball to the, on them to a degree, but I don't think they're going to blow them out. It's going to be a close game regardless. And I'm going with Miami. The, st- the, st- the one thing with Baltimore when I relook at this right now, yes, they were 12th in sacks per pass attempt. Like on defense, I didn't think they got to the quarterback that much. Yes, Suggs, Judon, Zadarius, they're their coming D alive. Tackles get there. You know they have creative blitzes. Baltimore's so they spread de- it out. It's funny that Baltimore's defense reminds me of Dallas's offense, where they just wear you down. But Dallas's offense wore them down when yeah, they played. I know, I know. Game four, Giants at Steelers. Lefko, your pick. I really want to take the Giants. This is a tough one. Um, this is a tough. This is an amazing game. Crazy freaking line. And people are like this is the Rooney's versus the Maras. This really means something. Yeah, They're this is like when the Eagles won with ten teams. These two were definitely there. <laughs> Rooney and Mara. Rooney Mara, the daughter. You know that's you knew that story, right? Rooney Mara, the actress. Yeah. No. The actress Rooney Mara, right from yep. the, the dragon tattoo. Yep. Well, her 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 uh, dad is a Mara, and her mom is a Rooney. From the so she is oh. football royalty. Wow. She is the Daenerys uh, Targaryen. Daenerys Targaryen of <laughs> Game of Thrones. Totally, right. totally her. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right, guys. Good Game of Thrones. Daenerys Conturden. Yep, you're right. <laughs> That's who it was. All right, let's go. Daenerys Conturden. <laughs> who are you picking? Um, Game of Thrones, rape and pillage in the background. All right, buddy. I'm going Pittsburgh. I'm going all home teams. Look at that. He's like he said, rape and pillage. I have to figure it out. I'm going the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm really disappointed. I thought you were going to pick the Giants. You thought you were going to gain one on me there? Yeah, damn it. Do you think the Giants could win that game? I do, yes. I mean, for all the reasons we talked about, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, really. For me, it came down to um, Ben and Le'Veon versus Eli and Rashad Jennings. And I know Odell could have a play or two. Um, and I don't see Pittsburgh having a lot of plays. I also go, I do not like the Giants kicker right now. It's a really tough stadium to play in. And if we're just doing straight pick them. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, game. I'm just going. And I think the Giants' offense is very simple. It, it is. Now, yeah, I do think you can have a chance for Odell Beckham Jr. to have a big day. But, yeah, I'm picking Pittsburgh just because they're slightly more desperate and because of Big Ben. Big Ben is still one of the five or six best quarterbacks in football, and Eli Manning is towards the bottom. Game five. Mother picked Houston Game five. Lambeau. You picked Brock Osweiler over oh, This is what's so funny to me, though, about like football, too. Like, what, what did, like, Green Bay lost five in a row? 
and it's one four game, four four around. One game. Everybody's like, they're back. They're, it's it's there. They're there. Here they well, go. Game to, win, five. to win in Philly. Yes, yes. I where know. the team hasn't lost yet against a better. Who's better defense, Eagles or Texans? Oh, the Texans. Not even close. I, I mean, I you're just, right. I have it right here. I just think that's secondary. You're, you guys have a lot of quality things, but that's secondary's yeah. difference. Tampa Bay at San Diego. Lefko, your I mean, pick. Think about what Houston did to San Diego this week. Uh, Tampa Bay at San Diego. San Diego just battled out with Houston. Tampa has two big wins, then goes all the way to the West Coast. I like San Diego because I think San Diego's run defense bottles up Doug Martin, and I like their corners. Sims, your pick. Yeah, I'm going San Diego as well. I, I don't have enough faith in the in the uh, Tampa defense that you know, this San Diego offense is. It's a two headed monster. You got to worry about that run game, and you got to worry about Philip Rivers. And uh, yeah, uh, there's some. You've had two big wins in Tampa. You're going cross country. Last time they went cross country, they lost forty to seven to Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I just think it'll be somewhat of a letdown week. Yeah, and, and San Diego is well, they're both fighting for them. We always talk about Atlanta and how they started off hot last year and then blew it. Tampa Bay was the same way. At this time last year, they were five and five. They were right there, seven eight in the wild card, and then they just absolutely imploded. I just want to see it. I just want to see you do it, and I think the Chargers, their record is because of the division they play in. I think they're a lot better. That Houston game, I mean, they pounded Houston. They're going to pound Tampa Bay. Um, and I really like – I think San Diego is – they're like New Orleans. If they didn't shoot themselves in the foot earlier, no one would want to face them in the playoffs. Game Agreed. six, Washington at Arizona. Lefko, your pick. I'm taking my first road team. I'm taking Washington. Taking Washington, too. I think this is going to be a really close and game, t- and I'm scared to pick them. And in terms of betting, Arizona has the horrid minus two and a half at home. Huh. All the, the, my biggest worry in this game is David Johnson, steady dose all game long. Could be a little scary. Uh, pass game or run game. I, I, just, think that's what I feel like me, Washington's defense just steps up when it needs to. Well, they, they got some pass rushers, and they got Josh Norman in the background. They make some plays. That's their, their biggest thing. Uh Ryan yeah. Kerrigan has a huge day. And I'm just the the the, the Arizona's they defense. They have a disease. No, they Arizona, do have a disease. They have a disease. Arizona has the disease this year. It happens in football where they're just they're going to find a way. I bet I even wrote in my article I go I'm just betting on that they're going to find a way to lose more than the Redskins will find a way to win. Arizona's the king of 40-yard pass. Here they go. Yep. And there's a chop block. <laughs> oh man. Last game of the week to pick as always Philadelphia at Cincinnati. Man, that's the one we're going to go with. All the games this week. Wait, hold we on a second. We just did six. We just did six, and we always pick the Eagles. Sims. Man, but we didn't want to do Dallas, Minnesota. I mean, listen, I pick six good games here. I pick. We the never Eagles. do the Thursday game. Damn. Yeah, we never do the Thursday game. What do game you is pay this? attention to this podcast? Philadelphia at Cincinnati. I think Sims wanted Denver, Jacksonville. You want to pick Denver, Jacksonville? No, Sims? no. I really want Dallas, Minnesota. All right, Philadelphia at Cincinnati. Left guard, your pick. You would take Minnesota. I did. I took Minnesota this week. Why? Um, this is a non-pick. This yeah, is it's a non-pick, pick. but if you want to just talk about it real yeah, quick. Yeah, why? Yeah, I'm just going to go with. Because I saw that line, and this was Vegas messing with people. Right. Dallas minus three and a half against Minnesota. Here's the common fan view. Tell me where I'm wrong. Sure. Minnesota doesn't have the offense to take advantage of the flaws of Dallas's defense. They can't throw it. They can't run it. Dallas's defense should be fine. Minnesota's defense, very good defense, mm-hmm. not as strong as Baltimore's. Dallas wore down Baltimore's. Why is three and a half not enough for you to take? Yeah, I think they have, first of all, way better secondary than Baltimore. So they're going to be able to just say, you know what, the hell with you. We're going to put a ton of people at the line of scrimmage. It's a little more different than Baltimore to their front because it's based on speed more than just necessarily brute power. So I think they could be more disruptive 
that way. They are desperate. I think they'll be able to dink and dunk all the way down the field. That's really what Kirk Cousins did other than like two or three plays. I think you'll be able to dink and dunk all the way down the field on Dallas consistently. And I'm just going with, I'm going with like, I don't even know if this is a true law of averages. They're 10 and one. And I just think it's one of these weeks it's bound to happen. And I'm picking this one to go. Left go your pick, Philly at but Cincinnati. But that doesn't count that pick. It does not. Nope. Philly oh, at Philly. Cincinnati. I'm picking Philly. Sims? Where the hell? Oh, yeah. I'm, pick, I I'm picking Cincinnati. I, sh- I don't know why I picked Philly. It's so stupid. I'm picking Cincinnati. Uh, Bengals are at home. I know it's no A.J. Green. But this, my big thing is, and this Cincinnati defense is, is not great this year. It's, they're not great. But The Eagles offense stinks. Yeah, the Eagles offense is what worries me. Now, you'll have Brandon Brooks back, I think. But, yeah. but uh, what worried me more I mean, than anything most is reliable who's going to get open? DGB. Who's going to get open against that group? Because Drake Kirkpatrick is the best corner he on that team. He is balling. And I just have a hard time thinking that they're going to be able to get open enough all game long. Uh, and, and they're not getting a running game. And Cincinnati's run. a prideful group. Like, I know they're 3-7-1, but you saw last week. Got down early, came my, back, have a My chance. thought in that game is D-line destroys Dalton. And some turnovers. And I think Dalton has I, – I think Carson Wentz is the better quarterback in that game. Uh, I would agree with that. I don't disagree. Oh, uh, the other, I've, I've been really disappointed in Dalton lately. I've, yeah, Dalton's had a horrible year, especially the last like four or five weeks. He's thrown it like crap. He hasn't been very good. The other thing I wrote is just because you brought it up, like the pass protection. Yeah, I, I still go – they're, that's another prideful group, that O-line. They're going to be a little yeah. disappointed with the way they played last week against Baltimore. So we'll, Seven we'll games this week, three disagreements. Houston at Green Bay. Left go, you went Green Bay. Sims, you went Houston. Miami at Baltimore. Can Lefko, I just you get one Baltimore. of these weeks for it to Sims, fall, Sims, right? you went Miami. And the last game here, Philadelphia at Cincinnati. Left go, you went with the Eagles. Sims, you picked Cincinnati. Man, I'm still, I'm still shocked. Minnesota and Houston. I did. I went with it. I know. Um, just because you said this, I, I went uh, my normal game picks last week. I went thirteen and three. So you do the law of goal. averages, and I'd say you're rushing it because they play the Vikings this week. Maybe this is the trap game. They play at the Giants next uh, Sunday night. Uh, they'll be ready for the Giants. They'll have ten days. So this could be the trap game. I'm, that's what I'm betting on. But I've been wrong. I'm always. I, I'm a week off always. Like I thought Seattle was going to give the performance they gave last week against Philadelphia the week before. I just can't freaking get it right. I'm the worst picker there is. I this suck. game is in Minnesota. Minnesota's a lot better at home. Yeah, that's the only reason I did it. All right. Very interesting. All right. Uh, episode 91 in the books. Hey, buddy. Hey, there, everybody. Old Bill. Uh, hey, uh, let's keep this going a little bit longer. Because nah, Scarlet Knights tonight, baby. All right. Uh, you, oh, you, 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 are you. you. If you're yeah. listening to this on the app or on the website, uh, head on over to iTunes and subscribe so you can get kind of notifications when they post Mondays and Thursdays. If possible, please share this with your friends. We always appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter, at Sims and Lefko, where Josh Fendrick talks to people and uses a lot of exclamation points. He's very excited to talk to you. Man. So it's always Do great. Do we have a Twitter question? Nothing? Nobody liked us this week? No, we got some Twitter questions, but this week was about stats and analysis. Yeah, so you, you just want to go. You're cheating the too podcast. Too much stats? Was it too much stats or was it good? Yeah, we could talk I about thought it, it was awesome. Yeah, I like it. But awesome. I, I mean, I know I'm way in the weeds, so maybe. So in the weeds. We are the only podcast that's truly in the weeds. Maybe Dave Malazzo will like it. Jersey friend that watches, uh, listens to the podcast. Malazzo. Right, wrap it Dave up here, Malazzo, baby. For jersey, Chris, jersey, jersey. For Chris Sims. Peace out, homies. For uh, Josh Fendrick and the Scarlet Knights. Good night, everybody. Go, are you? Have a uh, <laughs> have a great evening, and we'll catch you all Monday. Peace.